This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And I'm coming to you. I'm going to repeat this again. I'm coming to you. <laughs> From the pub. From the pub. From the pub. Ah, this feels so good. As you probably know, and uh, we're not going to dwell on this, but as you've known, I've been out in Qatar for uh, nearly a month, and uh, pubs are quite rare in Qatar. So the fact that I've come here to the pub, and I hear all this cheering, which is to be got as you, I never got in the streets in Qatar because the cheering wasn't that. That's not actually true. But, you know, I did enjoy myself. But actually, the idea of being in a pub Hooray! and cheering Hooray! and having a few beers Hooray! was a bit rare. I did do it quite a few times, but not as many times as I would have liked to. So it is lovely to be back here in the globe once again, preparing for the match on Boxing Day against Tottenham Hotspur. Like I said to you, my name is... Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, there we go. Look, we've already started. That's it. The holiday's over. You can tell from the characters, like, you know. Yeah, higher, higher, lower. You know, it's a horse, it's a dog. Um, anyway, my name's Billy Grant, and I'm sitting here in the boozer, in the globe, with the characters. I've got to go around the table to find out how they are. I've got Dan the Man in the house. Dan the Man, how are you? I'm very well, thanks for having me on. Uh, looking forward to discussing all things Brentford Happy and uh, Christmas, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, yeah, looking forward to discussing all things Brentford and looking forward to the, the is it is it Project Restart? I don't wait, know. Wait, listen, listen, listen. Just you know, listen. You had a month off. You had a month off. You had six weeks off. What happened? Just briefly, what do you do? Not a lot. Just worked and watched the England games. Really, to be honest with you, yeah. Just um, I did. I did have a cheeky weekend up in Sheffield. Cheeky. A ch- very cheeky weekend up in Sheffield. But, yeah. Cheeky chappy, this down the man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so in the house we've got Ali Malali in the place. Ali, who are you? I am potty for it, Bill. Potty for boxing day. Potty for it. I mean, I know the last time we got to talk about this a little bit later. I mean, your pottiness and the fervour of the Man City game, which we may talk about a little bit later, because I know that you want to talk about that. But since then, you've had six weeks of well, just. Sort of, sort of nonchalant activity, haven't you? Uh, no, the women's football, the women team was still playing, so went along to that a few times. So that was quite fun. And which yeah. women team? Just explain. Brentford exactly. women. Brentford women. Um, they put a really good fight against Dorking, who Callum Best Dorking, who are top of the league. But 
and um, they had a win just to, to finish off. They've had a They've gone into their break, their mid-season break, and they're in the top of the league. Top of the league. Top of the league as well. And also, we, and we talked about this beforehand. As obviously, the women played at New Griffin Park there as well. The day after the end of the season, the, the Man City game as well, which, uh, which we went to the Watford game as well. Very good game indeed. Crowd of 5,000 as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and we were potty for that. It was if, if Carlsberg did Brentford weekends, that weekend was a Carlsberg weekend. I have to say, great on Saturday. Fantastic on the Sunday. Brilliant job. Okay, well, just, just for you, Ali, we might come back and talk about that Man City game a little bit later. <laughs> Maybe just for you as well. Uh, we've got Charlie the Bee in the place, in the house. Raring to go, Bill. Raring to go. Can't wait. And six weeks off or whatever. I mean, what's been up? What's been going down in your manner? I've, uh, I've just been winning sweepstakes, left, right and centre. So <laughs> I'm trying to remain humble in my newfound wealth is currently the, the, top, of the top of the priority list. Yeah. Well, what, what we're very pleased with is that the rounds have all been on you, the beers have been on you, you've bought them all in, so obviously you must be doing very well. Um, was it any FIFA related by any chance? Brown envelopes? I can't possibly comment on that, I'm afraid, but me and, me and FIFA are in touch, I'll put it that way. Put it yes, up. indeed, indeed. You got... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 30, yeah, 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 that's right. We shouldn't. Okay, betting. Betting is off. Is all bets are off at the moment now. Okay, we've got Lewis the Holmes in the house. All right, Bill. Um, the World Cups felt a little bit like I was in the Matrix. It wasn't quite reality. I felt like, I like a summer World Cup. It was fun. It was good. But we're back to actual business now, and I'm very, very excited for Boxing Day. I can see the excitement yeah. in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big. That's, 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 that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As you can see, we're feeling very festive, like you know. And if any Tottenham fans are listening, right, you know, this atmosphere of all, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this excitement will be, we, we, we multiply it by about three, three, three million times on Boxing Day as well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Well, is it, is it more ten times? Is that, was that, was that a Harley Dean? Ten times. Ten times more, okay. It's funny because that's so far in the past now, that Harley Dean thing, you know. I had to sort of kind of rip, just pull it from my memory banks, you know. Anyway, I've got Laney in the house. Laney, how are you? Happy Christmas, Bill. Oh, Merry Christmas to you, Lady. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm really good. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit like Lewis. I can't, I can't wait to get back into Brentford mode. It's been, it's been a good six weeks. Um, I've, I've enjoyed bits of the World Cup. I've not enjoyed bits of it. I think it's, I think England came out of it all right. I thought we played really well against France. I think we probably could have done. We deserved a little bit more than we did. Um, I'm glad it's over, and I'm, and I'm glad Brentford are back, and we got a follow-on from Man City. Loads to look forward to, mate. Loads to talk about tonight. Loads to talk about tonight, and I said to you, I'm Billy as well. And just briefly, as you know, I've been out in Qatar for what four, five, six, four years. Anyway, like you know, long time. If you want to check out the podcast, Pride of West London. It's not only talking about England; it's talking with everybody, all the fans from all over the world, Brazilian fans and Mexican fans, and local people from Gambia and you know Lebanon, you know, and local migrant workers. Just talking on that podcast, Pride of West London. It's a bit, let's say, timeless, but it's definitely worth checking out, you know, over the next few weeks, over the next couple of months, if you want to check that out as well. I actually, even though it wasn't the best World Cup for me overall, I still had a very, very good time. You can't fail to have a good time with fans, football fans, going out there, enjoying themselves and having fun. But it was very, very interesting. But if you want to come into the Globe and just have a little pint and talk to me about it at any other stage, you're more than welcome to do that. But anyway, because we need to move on, because we have a game on, I don't even know. Normally we say the games on Saturday, but Monday. I'm, Monday. I'm all over the place at the moment now. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm disconvolvulated as they say. You know, I'm all over the place at the moment. But we got a game coming up very soon against Tottenham Hotspur. But we're going to reflect back a little bit as well to see where we've come from, how Brentford have kind of shaped themselves over the, the the period where there was no football. Well, there was football over in Qatar, but there was not much football happening over here. And has that been a good thing? 
or a bad thing for Brentford, but I am going to go to the bar because I'm so happy I'm back in the bar. Hey. They're all happy as well. Like, you know, so I'm going to get myself a beer. going to get all the characters here a beer as well. We're going to come back hey. and we're going to talk <laughs> <laughs> about Brentford. So I'm back from the bar. I've got a fruity one here. To be honest, I'm not going to complain about beer ever i will complain about the cold though because actually it's <laughs> coming back here it is very it's a bit nippy between the between the between the, the, between, the nether between everything between the yeah between <laughs> the nether regions it's got to be said so that that's been that's that's taken a little bit of getting used to it had to be said because I'm, i've been wearing shorts for the last three weeks you know continuously however so but talking about three weeks going back three weeks and more probably going back five or six weeks back to the fact that we played our last, and I say we, Brentford played our last league game against Man City. And it was a bit of a shocker because we, before that, we were a bit touch and go before that, I'd say. And then out of the blue, boom, bing, bang, bash, Brentford came out with a tremendous victory. Lunchtime on the TV, it was as well. Ivan Tony basically went, right, you ain't take me to the World Cup, but I will show you exactly maybe why you've made a mistake. You know, forget about what I may or may not have done. But I'm going to show you exactly why you may have made a mistake. Because you could have taken me if you really wanted to. Because at the end of the day, nothing, I have not been proven guilty until maybe a few months' time. So, however, so he did that. And I know Ali, I mean, you've been talking about this for, you know, since we've come in here. been going on about that Man City game. And I know that you want to tell the whole world about how absolutely potty you were for that one, aren't you? We were all potty for it, weren't we? I think it was, it was absolutely insane day really it was just like you go up there thinking like if we only lose 2-0 anything that's not a battering is a good result and we came away winning 2-1 and it was just absolutely full scale potterness it was like Griffith Park fall down five rows and end up miles away from where you started potting us and when that winner went in it was just like astonishing the crowd and the players it was just and I've watched that winning goal back so many times on various different media just to see you know to see what everybody's doing Ben Mee saying oh yeah look he does stop at the halfway line and so how fast is Rico running and how Ivan is so far back and actually Josh slowing the play down enabled him to get them to score the goal and it was just it was just an absolute immense day driving up there driving back was all worth it and coming back to and I'm just going to do a slight World Cup analogy it, it is quite like but not like what would have happened if France and they scored would have scored that goal very very late on in the game you know what I'm saying but brilliant save by Lloris but the whole did you see the whole French bench literally came off and they, they were literally halfway on the pitch because they thought that they scored and it's one of those feelings where when it's so late in the game you think it's going to happen it's going to happen you're never going to happen but when it does happen it's such an exhilarating feeling isn't it? oh yeah absolutely 100% it was just like Whoa, and it was just oh, I, the whole roof came off our little area of the stand. It sort of like probably fell in on the rest of it, rest of the stadium. But it was like it was brilliant, and it was just because it. But unlike unlike France, you know, I think for the entire game we deserved that result. You know, France didn't play for seventy five minutes of the World Cup final, did they? And we played for ninety minutes, and we had a plan, and we executed that plan perfectly. We we outplayed them. We deserved to win it, and it was although you never thought. It was actually going to happen. We 100% deserved to win that game, and it was like mental. Manchester, Manchester. I mean, for me, I used to love going to Manchester. I used to do Hacienda back in the days. I used to go to all these other places, the gallery. I used to go to Reno's. If anyone's from Manchester, I know that way as well. I used to go to Reno's quite a lot. I used to love going to Manchester, but it's kind of changed for me, and it's not one of the places that I massively enjoy going to anymore as well. And particular Manchester City as well. 
it's a bit of a kind of strange vibe going to that stadium. How, I mean, how did you find the fans, you know, on that day as well, and, and, and just the atmosphere? Forget about the Brentford, you know what I'm saying, but just kind of the whole away day kind of experience, in particular with the opposition. Oh, it's not, it's not a great away day. I mean, it's just sort of like, you know, the Etihad is, well, because of where it was built, is built in the middle of nowhere. They all drive there, you know, there's huge car parks full of Man City fans, and, you know, you just think, where have all these cars come from? They're not all come from Brentford. Um, and yeah, there's there's no real atmosphere. It was disappointing from the point of view of their atmosphere. It's, I, you know, it's like all these big clubs now. The atmosphere. There's so many, so many people who come for the day because it's Brentford, and you know, there's so there's more tickets on sale because they're not playing Liverpool, they're not playing United, and they're not playing Chelsea. And you get people who don't normally come to football, and the atmosphere's affected. So, yeah, from, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? Won. Really, we won, and we went. Potty. We had a great day. So who cares? Yeah, which is all good. I mean, and, and obviously we talk about Ivan Tony, who you know he he showed the world that day that he was uh, he was the man, you know, and he scored them goals. But since then, uh, the dark clouds have come over the fields, over the the Ivan Tony fields, haven't they, um, Charlie? Because uh, well, <laughs> listen, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> at all <laughs> as you could probably tell <laughs> it's funny I'll let you to a few secrets tonight aren't I like you know, so Billy's not a lawyer oh really is that the case but I would uh, turn around and say that maybe things aren't looking particularly good for Mr Tony at the moment well in what might be one of sporting sporting great great all time performances he, uh, he followed up his double with a win at Ascot so I think we've got to, <laughs> we've got to give the man credit he did bloody well to get that result uh, but no it is, it's a bit of a serious problem uh, we're going to have to see how that works out but I guess we the main thing is no one knows anything um, and fingers crossed he gets banned banned for a game or two but unlikely I'd say and, uh, and, and just coming back to Ivan Tony, I mean his season I mean how do you see his season so far I mean obviously the pinnacle was his England call up and almost like from his England call-up, it's kind of gone a bit downhill until that Man City game. Now, interestingly, that Man City game, some people turn around and say to you, oh, well, you know, before that, you know, we were going, we can't wait for the international break. This is a bit of a nightmare this season. Bang, we beat Man City. They go, oh, no, we don't want an international break. We need the momentum, you know, so it can go kind of one way or the other. Um, we've had a break of kind of six weeks now. Um, do you think that's been a good thing or a bad thing for him and for us? It's tough to say for him. For him, I'd say it's probably been quite good to get away from the spotlight for a little bit and he can just sort of focus on himself for a little while. Um, for us, it very much depends if he can actually be on the pitch in January or not, I'd say. Uh, he looks good in the games I've watched, the pre-season stuff, but it's a, it's a bit touch and go. It's a bit touch and go, Bill. I have to say, it's a good job he's decent, isn't it, Ivan Tony? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's quite high maintenance, isn't he, Ivan? You know, he's, he's, if he was Godos... Well, yeah, if he, if he was Jensen, you know, or Godos, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I, you know, the, the taking of the knee thing. Um, the, 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 you know, explain the taking of the well, knee you thing. Know, he's, he's, he was he was the only Brentford player that refused to take the knee, and he, and he's, he you know, it was, his, it was his right to do that. And but he, he, he caused a lot of controversy, is what I'm saying, really. Um, and um, you know, it's his goals that sort of dig him out of kind of being um, get, getting a load of stick. And his work rate? Yeah, no, no, and his, and his work rate. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not knocking the player. I mean, I, I think, I think he's an incredible player, but it's a good job he's decent. As what, as what I'm saying, because you know, if, every time you could, you can chuck dingbats at him, his goals go well. You know, he's allowed to be like, he's allowed to be a bit eccentric. He's allowed to be a bit outspoken. He's allowed to be 
be this, that and the other because he's a high scoring goal scorer in the best league in the world. And, you know, he deserves all the credit he gets because you're right, his goal scoring rate is exceptional. He can go to any club in this in this league, I think, and do a great job. You know, he, he could go to an Arsenal, he could go to Tottenham, he could go to Liverpool, he could go to a Man City and he won't look out of place because he is, he is that good. But it's a good job he is that good because a lot he won't get chucked on the scrap heap because of his betting because he's a, an elite goal scorer. Um, so, you know, that's all I'm really saying. It's a good job he is good because he's going to need a lot of people to stick up for him. If, 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 if what has been accused, he's been accused of is he's found guilty of, um, then it, it it could be you know a, a lengthy ban. I hope it isn't. I hope I hope it's like nothing. I hope it's you know it's just a, you know a bit of you know five quid flutters here and there. But if it, if it isn't, then you may be looking at months and you know months out of uh, an eighteen, some people will just got rid of and he won't be. I tease a good. I tease a good. You know I tease a good. Very. He's a good. Yeah. yeah. And he's a bloody good penalty taker as well. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you waiting here like from, from hours, minutes, just sitting there. There, I thought you were going to come out with something really what? pathetic, but no, not but, but that was pathetic actually. No, it wasn't. It was, no, no, no. Prophet, prophetic. He's a good English penalty taker. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Read uh, what you want. And no, 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 yeah, no. Thank you very much, Dan, the man. I'll come back to you later for. For the, for, the, for, the, for the headlines for the, the newspapers in the, in the morning. Um, Lewis, the pain. Um, I was just going to say, about Ivan Tony. I was just going to say, I would quite, like in an ideal world, I would quite like him to have been betting on the Lithuanian third division. <laughs> and then to cough to it and say, I've got a massive, great big problem with gambling and I need to, you know, and it was addressed when I came to Brentford because the, the numbers break down to kind of one bet a week in that time period. So with my perfect head on, He's going to cough to it and say, I, you know, I needed help. Brentford gave me help and it'll be lovely. But like Dave says, he's that sort of player that he's never going to cough to it in a million years. He's not going to, I don't think he's going to hold his hands up and say, yeah, I've done wrong. Because he's that mercurial. He is that sort of talent that he backs himself completely in everything that he does. So I don't think he's going to admit any sort of wrongdoing, even if it comes out that he's done some wrong. Okay. So, so, yeah, no, but, okay, so, but the question is... You know what is wrong, and what I mean. We obviously know that maybe if the rules are A, B, and C, and you've gone against them, that is wrong. Uh, I'm 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 not making any you know assumptions here or anything like that. But what if it is a situation where it was something that was to a certain extent out of his control, um, and where he had was wrong, and is out of his control, and maybe you know in the future he he might need some assistance in 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 trying to control what he had been doing because you know this happens with people i'm not making that assumption i'm just we're just throwing things yeah. into the pot here I what what will, what will I happen? I think until we until we know exactly you know the case, it's, it's really hard to you know we we're, we're always going to back our player, but you know but if he has done wrong, then he's done wrong, and you know we, he's got to, he's got to take his punishment too. But I think what I'm trying to say is that if, 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 if there's that as well, but also if it's a situation where you cannot help it, then you then you also need assistance. Yeah, well, 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 we'll see. You know, if it's if it's a gambling problem, then you know, yeah, of course. I mean, I think he's at the right club to be given to get, to be given that backing. But uh, you know, it, uh, yeah, we, we're we, making we, up. We, yeah, we, we yeah we we could be you know 
painting scenarios that may may or may not happen. We'll have to see how it comes out. And, but we need more information, definitely. I mean, I was totally painting scenarios there. I mean, he, the important thing to say is that he doesn't look like a player that's under any sort of stress or anything like that. Like that goal against Wolfsburg in the pre-season, in the, in the off-season, warm-season, whatever we're calling it. In. Okay. Explain the goal. Just t- t- talk to people through the goal. I mean, it's from basically around about the halfway line, like a lovely beauty. Around about the halfway line. It might have been sort of, it might have been in his own half, it might have been in the <laughs> other half, but it was around about the halfway line, yeah? I need an eye test, Bill. I can't, <laughs> my eyes are quite poor. It was beautiful. It was, it was totally Folan-esque it was all the way back all the way from back there lobbed the keeper absolute worldie and we you know he was on the screen here in the pub Ray took a moment that one Um, he was on the screen here in the pub and he looked really happy and really comfortable just having a kick about so he doesn't look like a kick around with the boys yeah a kick around with the boys exactly yes He doesn't look like a player who is particularly stressed or concerned. So I'm sure that he, the club, his representatives have got it all in hand. I think I, I actually think it, it's pointless speculating on any of it until we know what's going on. We can say this scenario, that scenario, but none of us know. The only people that know... No, we know, but listen, we're doing a podcast, and if we, if we didn't speculate, we'd have nothing to talk about. But, but, but I just think we can paint all sorts of scenarios. We're always going to end up painting scenarios that are favourable to our okay, player, so aren't we? That's what makes it fun, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Let's, 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 go by, by, let's go by... Let's agree with Lewis. Let's go by body language. Yeah. He, he does not look like a player no, who's, who's walking around with the weight of the world on his shoulders. He looks like someone who's really vibing, buzzing, enjoying his football and, and enjoying getting ready for the restart of a season that he's already scored a lot of goals in. He doesn't look stressed and I think that may be a good indicator. And he's, he's not, not going to get picked because his head's not in the right place, is he? Looking at what we can see. So, I mean, so, I mean the Ivan Tony situation, like I said, you're a bit of a great cloud, but we know that I'd say, you know, 99% chance he is going to be picked for the Tottenham game, which we'll be talking about in a, in a, in a, in a little bit. Um, just moving forward, just talking about the international break again. And it's really funny because normally when we talk about the international breaks, we go, oh, international break. And it's normally been like a week, you know, sort of 10 days, maybe if like that. <laughs> but this, is, this has been a ridiculously long international break where like we've just lost all sense of all faculties and you know all sense of where we are it's almost like you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's right in the pub it's like we've got to come back and it's almost like um and and i didn't know what this was going to be like because again coming back to like the world cup we didn't know what a, a winter world cup would be like would it be good would it be bad would it be fun would it be, but we now are quite well at that we, we're aware of that now so we know about that as well we also didn't know what a winter world cup break would be like you know is it a good thing is it a bad thing is it Beforehand, we thought it was going to be a good thing for us because we needed, we, we thought we were in a bit of a struggle and we needed that break to actually kind of, so for us, as opposed to other teams who had momentum, you know, we thought for them, they figured we don't want a break, you know. And also, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, also the other thing is that for, uh, we, we've not only had a break, but we've had a competition and quite a hefty competition as well with some high stakes at it, you know what I'm saying? If you've got Argentinian players in your team, you know, like you know, teams like, I mean, you know, Tottenham. Yeah, well, yeah, Tottenham, you know what I'm saying? Brighton. Tottenham, you know, Brighton, you know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous, you know. I mean, it's really funny how I was thinking about this. I'm sitting down there thinking, we're so proud that Ivan Tony almost got in the England team. And you think Brighton fans are thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, Brighton are thinking, hey, look, you know, we haven't done too badly with our player that we probably picked up for like 50p, like, you know, down the road. Um, Aston Villa. 
you know, as well. Or Oxford, you know, as, they, as he was playing for a few years ago as well. You know, you know it's like, they're like celebrating more than we are. You know what I'm saying? Oxford are celebrating like having what, a World Cup winner in there <laughs> that played for them a few years ago. Like, you know, so I think that we may have to temper down a little bit our excitement of nearly getting a player into the squad of a World Cup. But just coming back to that, you know, we've, we've, we've had... Um, it affects different teams in different ways. And me looking at this, I mean, again, I was on, I was on the last Word in Spurs podcast. We're going to have Ricky on this podcast talking a bit later. And I was talking about how the break has affected us. And I was thinking, well, yes, we had, you know, which we loved, probably five or six players who had international duty at the World Cup. But to be fair, their international duty didn't last very long. Like, you know, you know, David Raya, right, his international duty was... Yeah, right, zero, nil, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, Brian and Bumo, yeah, he played a few games here or there, but he had a good, he had a good win. He had one good win, you know, which was a, it was a Brazil game, wasn't it? Like, you know, which is great, you know. But other than that, the Danish, rubbish, you know, absolutely rubbish. So our players have come back had a nice little sunny holiday, went out there, had a bit of a laugh, you know, got the World Cup vibes, but they've come back and they're kind of... Whereas other teams, it's affected them much more differently. And like I said, Tottenham, they've had players who have... I think one of their players is the, had the third highest minutes in the whole of the World Cup as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we've got, a, you know, a different scenario. And, and this may benefit clubs, little clubs like the bees. I mean, anyone want to talk about that, Laney? Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I, I think we've come through it unscathed in terms of our players going away. They've all enjoyed the warm sunshine. They would have all enjoyed that break in the, in the warmth anyway. But they've gone away. They've gone away with their, their international teams. Um, it, it, none of them have had prolonged tournaments. Um, it's been probably disappointment, but they probably enjoyed themselves, all of them, including Godos. I know it was you know, a strange Iranian um, situation that he, he was embroiled in. But we get them back, most, you know, from a, putting my Brentford hat on, we get them back in good shape. Um, you know, Damsgaard, he, he, he got some minutes. We, we, we need more from him when he comes back. So I think, I think he comes back as, as, as a stronger player, I'm hoping. Um, and I think the rest of our the peripheral players that were involved in that Man City game, they've had a bit of chill time. They're fit. Um, we've got Pontus that's knocking on the door of being fit again, which Ali pointed out just a minute ago when we were off mic. Um, so I think as a as a Brentford squad, we're we're ready to we're ready like we were in August in my head, and I and I think that's the case. And we're we're good at starting the season, and we we come back and we we got a tough game against Spurs, who probably are going to be depleted. So if if we can if we can start anywhere near we finished against Man City, we're going to give Tottenham a proper proper scare on Boxing Day. Yeah, and and and, and I'll come over to Ali. Yeah, go ahead. To say the most important thing after that break and everything is that we'll have a fully fit Norgard. Yeah. I think that's yeah, massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's massive. Yeah. 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 And, and we're going fits and sparks and we're going all over the place. But just as you mentioned the Spurs game, you know, um, I'll tell you something. What I'm going to do before we mention the Spurs game, I'm going to mention the Wolfsburg game. We played Wolfsburg in a pre-season friendly. I call it, it's really funny because I keep calling it a pre-season friendly and it's not really a pre-season friendly because it's actually a mid-season friendly. But I'm not used to saying mid-season friendlies because you don't really have friendlies mid-season. But we did. We played Wolfsburg in a, a mid-season friendly. And again, like I said to you, I was, I was on the, the Last Word Spurs podcast and they kind of, you know, I mentioned the fact that we played Wolfsburg in this mid-season friendly and they asked me to give a score prediction. And I went, well, 
to be quite honest with you, last season, Wolfsburg gave us a right good hiding. Like, you know what I'm saying? They beat us, like, I don't know, it was 5-1, 5-0. It was, it was massive. Anyway, they, beat, they give us a right good beating. Oh, yes, there's an argument to say that Wolfsburg were two weeks ahead in their, their pre-season, because it was actually pre-season last year in their pre-season, to what we were this season. But we still gave them a right, they gave us a right good hammering. You know, now, in the end, last season, in our first season in the Premier League, we did, we did all right. You know, we did okay, and we come out of that fine. This season, actually, we've gone in and we were even 2-1 up against Wolfsburg and they got a goal back and it was 2-all. So it was a 2-all even Stevens game against a fairly good Bundesliga team. So we've obviously gone up a couple of levels where we've gone to last season. So if we want to use Wolfsburg as a barometer as to where the bees are going to be this season, which I was going to do, I'm going to say, like, you know, if you want to draw a parallel to when we played, you know, we played Spurs and we drew with them last season at home. So, and we also beat us 5-0, or 5-1, or something like that. So you had 7-0 seven, seven boxing day. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, you can see where I'm going here on this one as well. But, um, so, yeah, so... We look ready, we look ready, you know, and we, you know, we got hammered at Chelsea, but, you know, it was a three-third three game where everyone got a run out. I mean, you, I don't think you could read into that. It was literally a fitness test, I think. So, um, you know, in, in the 90-minute two-half game where we were, we were, you know, had two teams trying, we scored two worldies. Brian and Bumo scored the most beautiful free kick. And then Ivan, as, as, as Lewis said, um, lobbed, lobbed the goalkeeper from... Um, Somewhere near the halfway line, I believe. Yeah. Was it, which uh, half was it? Um, I think it was. It was. It was one half of the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I think it was. Uh, I think it was more our own penalty area. He yes. loved him from. To That's be honest right. with you, right, yeah. it was almost the it's whole. Behind, it was behind. It was the length of the field. He yeah. took a goal kick and scored. Basically, That's right. yeah. That's right. Yeah. So this is all good. So um, we start to lose our track here a little bit. Actually. <laughs> Where we go? Hey, this is good. This is the, tell you something. This is like the old school podcast. Hey, Listen, just festive. Just want to know. Just before we do that, we say we want to explain to because I know we've got a lot of new listeners or relatively new listeners who have been listening to us maybe in the last year or two. Um, this podcast has now been going since 2014. I think it was when we did our first one. Well, quarter past eight. Yeah, that's right. We did. Uh, we've done nearly a thousand episodes, <laughs> and uh, we got into a bit of a, a swing. And uh, oh, maybe oh, something. Really? Up there, so enough of your time. Listen, enough of that. And um, and what we did is that we used to do, and and, and I know regular listeners who've been listeners for years. We basically, and probably think you've got a bit of a problem, lads. We used to do the podcast every single week from the pub without fail. Every Wednesday, we'd be there, like, we'd get in the pub at five or six o'clock, we'd be there till 11, 11.30. Sometimes twice or three times a week. Yeah. <laughs> we'd do it every week from the pub for literally for about four or five years, and then it only stopped during lockdown. And since lockdown, we've probably got a little bit lazy. But as you can feel, the vibe in the pub is quite good. You know, yeah, we're here. Doug Lazy is kicking like crazy. Yeah, like the portion, not the Yugo. I like the portion, not the Yugo, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> not with me. What the hell are they talking about? Yes. Ali? The new listeners are all sitting at home thinking, what the bloody hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, just get them back on Zoom is what they're saying. Get them, it's much easier, like, you know, to understand what is going on, like, you know. Blame the jubal, is what I say. You know, the peach, the peach beer. Uh, after being in Qatar for three weeks, I'll drink any beer, trust me. You know what I'm saying, even Budweiser, actually not even Budweiser, actually, we'll move it on. But anyway, coming back to this season, coming back to, so coming back to the, the, the Tottenham, this, let's just talk, let's talk about, let's just look forward to this Tottenham game, everybody. Uh, obviously, you're looking forward to it. Any reservations, Dan the man? 
No, I think I think we've got a really good chance against Spurs. Um, I think all the Brentford players will be potty for it. Um, points points will need to be proved. Uh, it'd be good to see everyone back in the pub, back in the ground, uh, and just yeah, just crack it, cracking up, cracking on with it already. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. The vibe, I think, New Griffin Park is going to be absolutely buzzing. Uh, be good to see Busby again. Yeah, really looking forward to it. <laughs> It'd be good to see Busby because Busby's been out of the loop for quite a while, actually. Ali, I mean, this this Tottenham game just 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 coming back to let's let's talk a little bit more about the game itself. From, from what I can gather, now um, we've talked about Brentford. We've talked about the fact that we seem to have had a good rest. Even the players that went to the World Cup, we seem to have no more injuries than we had before. You know, we've still got injuries like Aya, you know, and maybe Pontus out, you know, and Hickey is out. But other than that, we kind of know what we've got. But we're, we're, we're doing all right. Whereas, you know, talking to the Tottenham camp, and we're going to bring in Ricky a little bit in a little bit because he's going to talk about Tottenham. They seem to be have a few issues which they're not happy with. And a lot of them seem to be a little bit nervous about this game. First of all, there's, there's rumours of a virus going around Tottenham. I don't know if you've heard about that as well. So there's a rumour of a virus. Sun and a few other people, there's a virus going on around there. Uh, they've, they've got a number of injuries as well, which they've been talking about, which, again, they're a little bit nervous about that. I don't know if they're making excuses as well. And also they're talking about the players who played in the World Cup who have played a lot of time. So I mean, they're talking about even like people like Lloris who might not even make the game because of the amount of time that, that they've taken. Now, um, does this play into our hands or will that make us complacent, do you think? I don't think we'll be complacent. I mean, you look at the, the players on their side who might not play. I, Romero's still going to be drunk, um, having won the World Cup, so he won't be playing. And they're, they're a lot weaker on that side when he doesn't play Spurs, actually. I would love Lloris to play because he managed to go through the whole World Cup without dropping a clanger, so he's well overdue one. But I, again, I don't think he will play. Um, I Harry Kane is bound to get win a penalty and bury it. It's just that's just sort of all. But I, I just I think I think we're in a much better much better place than them currently. Even if we hadn't had the World Cup, I, I you know for a team that I thought were I'm not very good at picking dark horses this season because I picked Denmark. But for a team I thought were going to be one of the dark horses for the Premier League with 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 the you know the purchases that they made during the summer, Richarlison, they've been really disappointing actually. So. Yeah, I, I think we're actually in a better place than them. I don't think we're going to be complacent. I think we'll go out there, all go spacing with a plan. And I, I, I honestly think that we could get a really good result against them. Yeah, talking about Richarlison, who scored a wicked goal at the World Cup, uh, but he's out injured as well. And they're talking about, what's it, four or five weeks. So, you know, he's, he's, it doesn't look like he's going to be making appearance on Boxing Day. You know, so like I said to you, there's little factors which are playing into our hands. But the thing is that we've got to take advantage of these factors. Yeah, well, one thing I've noticed about Spurs, which is actually an incredibly Brentford trait, is they uh, they don't seem to get going until the second half. Yeah. So my main, <laughs> it might be a very dull first 45, but we might be in for a hell of a second. Um, but I think that they're a good side. I think the the team know that, and they've got you know got a lot of talent in there. But I think um, I think the way we play suits Spurs. To be honest, I think we'll we'll do them on the counter a few times, really. Um, I'd quite like to see us picking up exactly from where we left from Man City and going at that game exactly as we did Man City. We can talk about how many Spurs players went long into the World Cup and injuries and viruses and happy meals and whatever else they've got going on. But if we just pick up where we left off, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm quietly confident because I'm never confident. But if we pick up where we left off against City, we should have a good chance. I'm not sure what more incentive we need to go out and take another scalp. Um, 
it, it, it's, 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 I'm not going to say it's played into our hands because it, you know, we're, we're still up against whatever team they put out. They're going to be, we're going to come up against great players. But I think, I, I think we will be so wound up and, 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 and coiled and, and re- raring to go. Um, that I'm hoping that you know we, we'll get, we'll do to Tottenham what we did to, to Man United, and we'll, we'll just like literally we'll literally go at them, and, and that's what I want. You know, I, I think I think you know um, Thomas was rewarded up at, at the Etihad by having the right game plan and the right spirit and the right up up and at them and let them worry about us. And yeah, of course there's you know there's be periods in the game where we're going to have to defend. Um, but I just think there's, 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 there's more about us than, than we give ourselves credit for sometimes. And, and, I, and I think, you know, and I'm hoping that we're, we're, it's the game. You know, someone press the reset button, we, we come out there and we just literally blitz them. Um, I think we're capable of doing that and we, ought to, we need to enact it. So, I mean, we're talking about Tottenham now, but what we're going to do is we're going to go over to Tottenham itself. We're going to go to Ricky from Last Word on Spurs. Ricky is going to give us the lowdown on Tottenham. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hi there, guys. Merry Christmas. I hope you're all keeping very, very safe and well. Ricky Sachs here from The Last Word on Spurs. Delighted to be joining you. Just to give you a bit of flavour and a lowdown on what it's like being a Spurs fan at present. I would say overall, when you look at, you know, the pre-World Cup start from Tottenham it was I'd give it a B plus if I'm being honest with you Spurs 14 games in sitting in the top four although I would say in the big games I've had this season haven't really come up to the level you'd argue they got a decent point up at Stamford Bridge but that was before the arrival of Graham Potter but I think for Tottenham they've really been more of a second half team this season so far as things stand I think it'll be interesting to see how Spurs do after of course this World Cup now and how the players come back mentally and physically and Harry Kane probably being top of that agenda and how he copes throughout the rest of the season after scoring 12 in his opening 15 games a really really strong start and I think if Haaland wasn't in the Premier League Harry would be talked about again as being a possible golden boot winner at the moment as things stand with Tottenham, all the speculation is still around our manager, Antonio Conte. Talk that potentially some of the board are not unanimously backing him. Others suggesting that potentially Spurs should go down a different avenue, i.e. the return of Maurizio Pochettino, who is still very much loved and adored by a huge section of the Spurs supporters. I think where I stand on that is that, look, I love Maurizio's time at the club. He took Tottenham consistently into that top four. He took us to a position where we were fighting in a Champions League final. We got to the latter stages of FA Cups. 
and of course even the League Cup where unfortunately under Maurizio's tenure we never quite made it over the line. We know that he's desperate to win with Tottenham again. He's made no secret of that, that he would love to come back to the club. But I don't think we should underplay just how huge Antonio Conte is as a manager. He came in at a point in Spurs' season a season and a half ago where really Spurs were aimlessly, you know, languishing really under Nuno Espirito Santo. He raised them and managed to get them into the top four with some really, really good wins along the way and some really good football in that second half of the season. So I think on that basis, I think Conte deserves the backing of the board. I think he does need to have three or four windows, as he's alluded to, like Jurgen Klopp has had to some degree and like Pep has had as well. And I think when you look at Conte's points per record or points per game, he's up there, I think, just behind Klopp and Guardiola. So that tells you everything about the man. And in terms of being able to be confident on building on last season, I think where I'm at is for me, look, I think Spurs are a club now where really Champions League needs to be the minimum expectation. And I think we're desperate for silverware. One trophy in 20 years just simply is not good enough for a club of Tottenham standing. And that is something that this season, with being in the FA Cup and, dare I say, even in the Champions League, there's an opportunity to, to improve on that. And that's why I was so disappointed by the Carabao Cup exit because that was a great opportunity for Spurs to win a trophy. A lot of the talk will be around Harry Kane and how he deals with the World Cup mentally, of course, missing that penalty against teammate Hugo Lloris. I always felt for Harry lining up for that second penalty. I never was confident for him and Harry didn't look confident either. And I think Harry now has got to answer those critics that maybe suggest, can he turn up in the big, big games, the finals, the semi-finals and get Tottenham over the line? I back him 100%. I still think Harry Kane is a wonderful, wonderful striker. He's on the verge of becoming Tottenham's greatest ever goal scorer. So, for me, Harry Kane is nowhere near finished. And as Harry has shown throughout his career, that through the disappointments, he always, always comes back stronger. I think in terms of players to watch out for for this game against Brentford, it's going to be a really, really interesting one because, you know... I think, as we've said about Tottenham so far, they tend to be a second-half team. They don't tend to start very, very well games. So if Brentford are going to come out of the blocks, I think it might be a difficult uphill task for Tottenham on the day. I think it's not going to be a good... <laughs> I just don't see it being a great prospect for Tottenham going away to Brentford on Boxing Day. Uh, Brent, Brentford will bang up for it. Obviously, the situation with uh, Ivan Tony is kind of hanging over the club at the moment, so we'll wait to see what happens with him. But if he does play, he will be massively, massively up for this game. Um, in terms of Spurs who to watch out for, Rodrigo Bentoncourt has probably been Spurs' player of the season so far, alongside Pierre-Mir Hoybier in that midfield. So those are the two generals that really are managing Spurs at the moment in that midfield. Basuma now starting to get some game time as well. Hummin Son has been so out of touch for what has been used to him over the course of the last three or four seasons. Of course, golden boot winner last season. He'll be looking to kickstart his Premier League season with a bang. And we'll hope that's the case for Hun Min Son. In terms of the top four as things stand right now, I think it pains me to say it, but you've got to say Arsenal are going to be nailed on now for that top four by the way of how they've started. I think Spurs, as long as they continue their trajectory in terms of points being gained under Conte, they'll also get into the top four. United, they're coming on strong under Ten Hag. I do think Chelsea are probably going to be the side that misses out, if I'm being honest with you. I just think from what I've seen under Potter so far, I'm yet to really be really be impressed by him that he's good enough to get this Chelsea side top four and I do think the job potentially might just be too much for him 
Obviously, you look at last season's results against Brentford, the away win was fairly comfortable and then an uncomfortable draw for Tottenham, really. That those games itself, I think, showed that Brentford are a side that are not afraid to come and play their football. And that's what I've admired about them since coming up, that whenever you watch Brentford go and play, and especially before we had the international break, that really essentially they played some really, really great football. They took the team and took the task to Man City and got the win. I think overall, when you look at the suggestion of Tony, there's some really good players in that side that also, you know, have got the opportunity and believe to turn up and make a difference on the day. Um, I do think Tony is that man that leads Brentford from the front. When you look at the way he plays and the goals he scores, he's the main man of that team. But there's some really, really good players in there that can really, really affect Spurs on the day. So... I'm really intrigued to see how Spurs deal with the physical presence of Brentford. I'm really intrigued to see how Spurs deal with the fans because the Brentford fans have been superb. They make that ground a real fortress. The ground is rocking. And I think it's really important in that opening 25 minutes, half an hour, that Spurs really do try and silence that crowd. They really, really do need to try and silence that crowd if they can. Um, and that will mean take, trying to take the sting out of the game, which won't be easy because Brentford will be bang up for it. So I'm expecting a really entertaining game. I think Brentford are going to fly out the traps. I think Spurs are going to have to somehow deal with that because they, they've shown this season so far they've not been great at coming out the traps. So it will be interesting to see how they cope. In terms of how the game's going to pan out, I am going to edge Spurs to win. I think Spurs are going to come back revitalised, re-energised and realising that there's still so much more to play for this season and I think the quality is just going to be too much for Brentford on the day so I am going to go for a 2-1 Spurs win but I just want to say you know, watching from afar, looking at Brentford the way they've come up and played their football I've really admired the way they've come into the division they've held their own under their manager and I would love to see Brentford go on stay up and really continue to improve as a club I think it's been great having them in the Premier League I think Brentford fans have enjoyed the ride and already looking forward to playing you once again this season and, of course, next season. I would have always wished you the best of luck. I can't do that for these games against Tottenham, but I will wish you the very best of luck for the season, apart from these games against Tottenham. And, yeah, guys, enjoy the game, enjoy everything, and have a wonderful Christmas, a happy and healthy New Year. And I look forward to catching up with all of you towards the back end of the season. Take care. Thanks so much. Cheers. Bye-bye. So there you go, Ricky from Last Word in Spurs and giving us a good insight into Tottenham. And like I said to you, maybe people, I don't know, talking about injuries and, you know, viruses, like I said to you, and lots of minutes played and uh, probably a little bit nervous. I mean, Tottenham can't be that nervous about playing the mighty, mighty Vs, you know, but uh, you never know how it goes. Just quickly, actually, I know, and you can tell how this podcast has changed, you know, we've just changed over the years because all of a sudden, like I said, we're in the pub here today. Today and uh, but what we do, we've been asked to give a few little shout outs, and we never used to do that before. What people have asked us to give us shout outs, which is, which is you. yeah, which is, yeah, that's right. Yeah, brown envelopes will be coming in all over the place, like you know what I'm Bums. saying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Bill, so so Bill and Lorene have asked us to give us a shout out as well. I think they live somewhere up north, don't they, Laney? Somewhere up north. I don't, I've got no idea where that is from. You know what I'm hello, saying? Then. Hello, hello, hello. They're from Harborough as well. Harborough. Harborough. Yeah, Harborough. Yeah, yeah, Harbour, yeah, Market Harbour, is it? Oh, you know, Market Town. Up, it's all, it's all up north, though, isn't it? So, Bill and Lorene. Anyway, big shout out to you as well. You know? I want to give a big shout out to Alan and Dan as well, who are giving me a lift down to the Tottenham game on Saturday. Me and my little crew—they're giving us a lift down from North London. 
the Tottenham game. So hello, Alan, Dan. They're going to be in the pub very early on a, on, a, on, on on Boxing Day morning. I don't know what day it's going to be. Boxing Day as well. You know, I think the cloak, the Martin cloak as well. Or a lot of Tottenham fans know him as well. Oh, I'm going to give a shout out. Yeah, the cloaker, the cloaker. Yeah, yeah, the cloakers in, in, in the house as well. The cloaker are going to be having a bit of a choker. That's right. I hope the cloakers having a joker. Fingers crossed as well. Milts as well. We've got to give a shout out to the Milts. I know the Milts had a hadn't uh, have a great international break as well, but hopefully things are going to get better for the Milts as well. I'm going to have a big shout out. I was going to say for Harry B. I'm not going to say your surname because if I do that, then people are going to say that you know that we've been robbing a living and you know yes. and you know and all that kind of stuff. Right? Yes, you know what I'm saying? So, so Harry B. Okay, you can imagine what the B is for as well. And he actually uh, sponsored, um, as you know, I haven't mentioned Panthers all this game, but he actually put two tickets, VIP tickets, for my Panthers um, Christmas raffle. So we've got two of the part of the Panthers are coming down, who are going to be coming down to experience Mighty Beedham on, 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 on Boxing Day. And hopefully they'll see them win and they'll be coming and watching them play more and more as well. So thank you, Harry B., for uh, sponsoring and giving tickets, two VIP tickets for, for the Panthers of that as well. So those are all the shout-outs for this one as well. Let's go back to this Tottenham game as well. So everyone's seen, feeling sort of relatively kind of calmly confident about this game. Just just go around the table just quickly. Just give us your, your last thoughts about Tottenham before we go back into Christmas cheer. And as you can hear, there's football in the background. Man City versus Liverpool is in the background. This is not a league game. This is the cup game as well. This is a cup that we didn't want to be in. We just know. <laughs> we absolutely had no interest. We thought, tell you something, Gillingham, you could take that because, you know, we're going to concentrate on, uh, on, on other things. Oh, there we go. Oh, look. Man City, they, you know, they can't, they, can't, they can't buy a win at the moment, can they, Man City? <laughs> there you go. But anyway, Dan the Man, uh, that's a terrible miss by Man City there. Dan the Man, did that miss make you feel more confident about the Tottenham game? Yes, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna win on Boxing Day. A cheeky one 0 Ivan Tony penalty. Cheeky. Okay, here we go. Uh, Ali Mulally from her game two. Two one Brentford. Is that all you're gonna say? You're not gonna give us any more sort of summing up? No, no interest. Tottenham go one nil up. Kane smashes home a penalty because that's sod's law. And uh, I, uh, Ivern and Yano. Okay, there you go. And uh, Charlie the B. Any just any thoughts? Look, far, far, final thoughts on Tottenham before you give us a result. Well, I just hope that Tony uh, scores a penalty and runs straight up to Harry Kane at some stage. So, uh, that could be a good good laugh to watch, maybe. Um, but I, I think for my score, I'll go for a. A 4 0 Brentford Ooh. in the exact same scoreline as the United game, I think, same minutes and all. You can tell, obviously, he's had far too, Guinness, yeah. far too many Guinnesses. Yeah. <laughs> and that is that is the benefit of doing a podcast in the pub because you get all sorts of nonsense. Can I just say, I think we should just not bother playing the game and just a one on one shootout between Kane and Tony. <laughs> I think, I think I think we I think we know who I think we and, and, and actually, I'm going to go around because that's actually good. I'm going to ask you a question and listen. Let's not be biased here. One on one shootout. Ivan Tony versus Harry Kane. Who would win? Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. I've never seen Ivan Tony miss a penalty. <laughs> I ask you, I ask you a very simple question. Ivan Tony beats the goalie all night long. Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. This is a clean sweep Tottenham fans I'm sorry there you go and I, I, and I know you might think this is hypothetical but it's not hypothetical at all have you ever seen his play not his anyway coming around to Lewis the Holmes oh god the score yeah uh, and the game and the, the game I'm, I, I think it's I, 
I want it to be one of those, like a bit like the Liverpool 3 3, even like the Chelsea 0 0. One of those games where we go at a big team. We're not scared of them. Like the Man City game, we're not scared of them. We go at them and we show them exactly what Brentford can really do. 3 1, Brentford. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Mauling. Mauling. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Charlie. I'll go four-one. Actually, I'll, I'll go four-one. Yeah, conservative. Very, 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 very small C. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm, I'm going conservative on this one. Like I said to you. Like I said to you. I'm using my my, my, my Wolfsburg theory to say that you know the fact that we actually drew against them rather than lost. You know, so um, because we drew against them, I'm just gonna go for a, a, a cheeky. Cheeky little one nil to the mighty, mighty bees as well. I've got to give a shout to Joseph as well, who uh, he, he came to Tottenham last year as well, and he had a few little snifters. Um, I've got to keep an eye on him to make sure he doesn't have many snifters um, this time. What, a, a Christmas, Christmas spirits. Yeah, yeah, Christmas spirits. Yeah, I think we all. Are you going to get some more Christmas spirits? I, I think we all to get a bit festive. Yes. Will. Okay, lady, I think you can. Uh, you can lead the can lead, I, lead the horses unwrap to something. Yes, you can un- unwrap something. Lead the horses unwrap. to the water. I'm going to unwrap yes. a Pisotti Christmas question. Yes. I'm going to ask this question to all of the assembled panel, including yes. you, Mr. Grant. Yes. Hopefully, we're all going to get a lot of beautiful Christmas Brentford presents this year. Yes. Not not tat, not Christmas Brentford tat, but on the pitch, gems, Christmas gems. And we're not talking the, the amazing gem, gem who's nope, sometimes on the podcast. We're not talking so. about that. Even though no. we'd like her to be here, but she couldn't make it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> if oh, if and see your score. That's a shame. That's, if, that's, that's a surprise, isn't it? If Santa could bring you one Brentford Christmas present this festive period what would it be just the one got one present this Christmas over the festive period Mr Grant what's it going to be for you well I'll tell you something what I was going to say because obviously this Christmas period finishes on the 3rd of January officially yes which is the day after the Liverpool game officially yes uh, and the, 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 the transfer window opens on the 1st of January apparently officially yes officially yes so I was thinking that it would be quite interesting and quite funny the fact that Ivan Tony might be in a little bit of a pickle and we don't know whether or not he'd be playing for us after a period of time. If uh, on the 1st of January, we got Mo Salah on loan, you know, and then, and then he played against Liverpool on the, on the, on the 2nd of January. That would be a present. Yeah, that, that would be would a be present. present, yeah. Or maybe you don't even get him on loan, we just brought him out right. That would be absolutely brilliant. And there'll be Liverpool fans will be coming down here into the globe as they do, but there'll be a lot of tears and it'll be really quite funny. Um, but anyway, because uh, last time they came in, they were going that Ivan Tony. He looks quite good. I think we'll have him by next uh, yeah, by they, next they winter, thought, next they year. They could just click their little fingers and they would yeah. get him. Well, in fact, they might. Yeah, they might. Yeah. That's right. So there you go. So there you go. Uh, Dan the man. Uh, I would like the Brentford Revolution book for Christmas. Well, Elaney's looking in his bag, and he's got about he's got seventy four in there actually. I'm saying. So take your pick. A signed copy of the Brentford Revolution book that I've I've been told is quite. (laughs) I've been told it's quite a good book, apparently. Right. Right. Okay. So I think there's a done deal. Done deal on that one as well. Um, Another brown envelope. Another FIFA brown envelope has come across the table. Ali. 
Um, am I allowed to unwrap Matthias Jensen on Christmas Day? No, you're no. bloody uh, not. Then. Let me just be very clear. He's a very good footballer. I really appreciate him as a footballer as well. For his footballing <laughs> skills, yeah? <laughs> given that, given that that's not allowed, uh, I've been told you to be cleared of all charges. I'm not guilty of all charges. Okay, okay, okay. it's cool. Charlie the B. Oh, I can't wait to see Santa Claus Norgard climbing down the GTEP chimney, <laughs> dropping off some coaching tidbits to the boys. I think that's, uh, that's what I hope for. Indeed, indeed. Lewis, I'll take a Brian and Buemo worldie. There's three games, it could happen in any one of the three games a Brian and Buemo worldie, overhead kick, scorching 30 yarder, something like that. No, in the goal, obviously. Brian and Buemo worldie. Worldie, just after the Worldie Cup, uh, and Laney. I'll go for one more big win this this calendar year in 2022. So we've either, oh, we've only got one game. No, we've got, oh, we've got two. We've got, we're yeah, West Ham yeah. away, oh, yeah, yeah. which which we had a lot of fun at last year. But I'll go for I'll go for Tottenham. I mean, to- Tottenham are the last of the biggies that we've not beaten since we got up here. We've done done Man United, done Man City, done Arsenal, done the World Champions Leeds. <laughs> We've, we've done West Ham, we've done oh, Chelsea. They're the European champions, not world champions. Oh, the champions are what they'll want. <laughs> All right. yeah, it's true. That is true. Yeah, the champions are what they bloody well want yeah, up yeah, there, yeah. mate. Um, so, yeah, and Villa. Um, so, we, I, I think Tottenham will be another massive scalp. So, I'll go for a Tottenham win. You, you, then the man, you had something to say again? You, you were going to change your answer, no, were no, you? No, I'm not changing what. Didn't we do the double over West Ham last season? Yes, we did. Yes, exactly. Quality. Yeah, I saw it. We are, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking for. We win them if we win again. Yeah, so win the, the third time. The third time you win something, you you own them, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Did yeah. we win Declan Rice if we beat them again? Did we win with Declan Rice? Another one. Rice, rice, baby. No, 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 no. As a player, do we win with Declan Rice? Rice, rice, baby. Uh, shout out to Darren as well, who did uh, not rice, rice, baby, but ice, ice, baby last night. Long, long story as well. A Brentford fan as well. Doing uh, it's quite bad, <laughs> but it's quite good. Good all on camera, so you might see it up there on social media at some stage. But anyway, um, I've done, I've done that sort of anyway, haven't I? I've done it anyway. And then I've done the pause, I've done a pause, which means that we're going to talk about. Oh, there's a new. We got a new. There's a new coming. You, know? you get new with Thai food, don't you? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> this is how these pubs. Don't do any more in the pub with these people. Just don't know. Anyway, this is the besotted. Oh, Ali. I'd just like to apologise to all our new listeners who've never heard us at the pub before. I'm really sorry. <laughs> this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Thank you very much for listening all year and all these other podcasts we're doing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're way on the way to 1,000 podcasts and we're very happy that you've listened to us. Thanks for listening to all my World Cup podcasts. Thanks for the feedback that we, I've got from it as well, which is nice to know that people can listen to things which are also not necessarily Brentford related, but they just like to listen to us gabble on about anything. Um, before we finish, before we do the old yes. banging on the table and yeah. come on your bees, just one more round the table. One hope for 2023. Hope. A, Brent, a Brentford hope for 2023 that isn't about surviving again. This is this is really on the on the spot here. I'll go. I'll go win the league. I'll aim big. I'll aim big. I'm going for top ten. Top ten. The homes. I was going to go top ten. I'll go top eight. Oh, Europe! <laughs> uh, the Malali. Smash Fulham at home. Oh, 
No, that is a good one. Yeah. Uh, I'll get down the men. Um, top five? Top five. Okay, you're a top five. And for me, basically, I'm going Champions League. There we go. What's the song that go easy jet and we're going on the plane and I can't remember how it goes but it was a really good song. So we go Champions League. But anyway, listen, beside Pride West Wonder Podcast, thanks for listening to us. Don't forget to subscribe on all good podcast channels. Thank you very much. Write us a review and the reviews make us go all the way up in the charts and everything like that. Uh, buy us a beer if you want to and besot- oh, actually buy us a beer. It's Christmas. Buy us a beer. Besotted. B-W-E-S-O-T-T-E-D dot com forward slash beer as well we really appreciate everyone that's bought us a beer we're going to give you a shout out in the new year if you bought us a beer and even if you haven't given us a beer we'll give you a shout out um, don't forget our little social media channel bisite.com uh, forward slash um, what's it called beer. Uh, global as well beer. <laughs> beer as well and look at said you thank you very much for listening we're going to see you all on Boxing Day we're going to be in the Globe here very very early we can't tell you exactly what time it is but let's say just come down whatever time you want to come down we will be here our Cypriot listeners that got us into the Cypriot top 10 this year oh thank yeah you, that's right we, uh, we got into the Cypriot top 10 as well thank you very much for that you in Cyprus as well I, it was me and I had to do a visit because I went to Larnaca on my way back to Qatar I went to Larnaca yeah and they're all there at the airport waiting for me going, hey. three of them <laughs> it was brilliant <laughs> anyway this is the site of Pride of West Wonder Merry Christmas Merry Christmas TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.